When I was 17, a gram, if you shave it right, you can make a yard. Mix the yay with the baking soda to make it hard. Michael Goyard on the scarf, that's a star. I play my hands like a car. For everybody joining in, I'd like to welcome y'all to episode six of Chopping It Up with the Conduit. And my special guest is manager extraordinaire, product placement, product management, consultations, jack of all trades, my man Jazz, you ain't gang. Peace to the God, you know what I'm saying? We Peace out here, God. we out here. Peace to everyone that's joined us. Thank you very much, thank you very much. Um, I wanted to, of course, chop it up with you because, you know, a lot of the things that we do within this, within this culture, you know, a lot of gems aren't shared. So I wanted to, you know, I guess bring that aspect forth this Sunday for everybody who might be interested in going, you know, this route or is in this culture right now, but is looking for, uh, I guess, further knowledge and wisdom in order how they can move forward better with their teams. But I want to start off. I definitely want to start off, you know, uh, your beginnings. Of course, Long Island, New York. And if you want to give the people, you know, your background. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot all day. Well, born in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. But, you know what I'm saying, I've been in Long Island for many moons. So Long Island is home. And um, I guess, you know, my thoughts is um, I used to do road managing for a group called IGT that was from um, LA that was signed to Loud Records. And um, as my, our original group, the UN, started working with IGT, and with us being discovered by Scott Cree and Maddie C, who was the VPs at A&R at Loud Records, um, that kind of got my feet wet into the whole business aspect. Scott Free and Maddie kind of put me under their wing, yes. started teaching me the game, and I kind of moved on from the role managing aspect to the, manage to the management aspect of managing the UN and, and of course, managing Rock Marcy. Right, right, right. Let's build on the UN before you got to, you know, managing Rock Marcy solely. Like, let's bring about the formation of the UN. Um, well, the UN was um four-man group. Um, of course, Rock Marcy, um, Laku, Godfrey, which is the Gardino Brave, yeah, and Mike Wall, you know what I'm saying? Rest in perfection. My, yeah, my brother just passed away not too long ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in Mike Wall's upstairs of his house is where we started putting and cooking everything together. Mike Wall used to make beats and everybody used to just come to the crib and, you know, drop bars. And um, they were all solo acts from the beginning. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, they was in need of each other, but in the same breath as those times when people was, the group, the group aspect was kind of a bigger thing yeah. than the yeah. single, than the um, single artist aspect. Yes. And so with that being said, we kind of put the group together, formulated the UN. The UN kind of stands for United Now Movement, or the fact that they're all from Uniondale, you know what I'm saying, UN, Uniondale. Okay. And um, put a bunch of songs together. Um, Scott Free and Maddie C started hearing things. And of course, um, a gentleman by the name of Belly White, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, a gentleman by the name of Belly White, Crack Val, who was a part of IGT, was mm -hmm. always champion uh championing us always looking out for us we started linking with him he kind of brought our music to, to the forefront and like i said when maddie and scott free heard the music they kind of wanted to sign us to loud records we right. basically was the last group to be signed to loud records before they 
before they closed their doors. Oh, wow. So how did that tie in Pete Rock with the UN? Um, at the time when um, Pete Rock was just doing um, some of the, piece to, um, the original Pete instrumentals, we were in the same studio with him in Green Street Studios in Manhattan, just working on music with Scott Free. And as he heard what was going on, he, you know, saying, of course, me in one room and he in another, we started linking back and forth in, from one room to the other. We jumped on a couple of beats, you know, saying that, um, that Pete Rock was um, creating. And that began a, a fruitful relationship between us and Pete Rock. And he's been our big brother musically from that point forth. Yes, yes, that's big bro. Shout out to P. Rock, who will be a guest on Chopping It Up on the 19th of this month. Shout out to PR, the legend. Yes, peace, GQ, I see you. Yeah, Um. so with you, you know, the UN, and then I guess you could say uh, it was definitely critically acclaimed uh, success being the last group signed to Loud Records. But with that being said, you know, how did that morph into Rock in your relationship? And beginning you know the solo start of his career well again we we were working hand and foot as far as putting team, putting things together with the un and then as we dropped the un and you out and everything started you know saying materializing rock was always pushing his the solo um his solo aspects being that he was signed to flip mode as right. a solo artist as it was yes so um again we dropped the un and you out Pete Rock started working more individually with Rock. And then we started putting out Rock solo music, you know what I'm saying? Because the flip mode thing didn't materialize. Yeah. So we decided to move on. Right. So, um, you know, I, I know when that flip mode thing didn't, re you know, materialize, like, did you already have a, a backup plan of what you wanted to do or was just basically 10 toes down and it's time to go? Oh, exactly that. 10 toes down, it was time to go. We were already convinced on what we was doing. Um, we was already getting a lot of love, you know what I'm saying, via Future Flavors and via the radio. You know, Pete Rock was playing our music, Marley Ball was playing our music. Of course, the, you know, the, the everyday DJs that was around New York City was playing our music. So we knew we had something good formulated. So we just wanted to build upon that. And then as we moved away from the UN thing and the flip mode thing, like I said, didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Rock was signed to SRC. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Bear in mind, bear in mind, let me take a step back. Bear in mind, when we signed the UN, we were signed to John Rifkin and um, Carson Daly's label. Brother, right? Absolutely. Okay. John Rifkin was Steve Rifkin's brother and Carson Daly's label called 456 Records. Yes. And again, they were big fans of what we were doing. But as Rock, as a solo artist, he ended up morphing from the flip mode situation to SRC. And we were putting, at that moment, we was putting, the, putting together the original Mossberg. Right, the original Mossberg. Yes, let's, let's, let's talk about that, that seminal album, that classic, which is on this 10 year <laughs> anniversary as we speak. Um, talk about the mindset going into Mossberg with, with Rock at that time. Well, that album, um, just to take it to the foundations, that album was first called The Best Part. Oh, and on that album was basically a lot of the songs you heard from Mossberg. Yeah. But we also had some songs with Citizen Kane. We had songs with Devin the Dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We had a lot of crazy work on the SRC project. And um, at that moment on SRC, um, they had um, Akon, 
yes. that yes. had Asher Rolf. And at that moment, they felt that Asher Rolf was a bigger, I guess, success or a bigger or more of a committed circumstance and then what Rock was doing. Yeah. So, you know, ultimately, as we finished um, the best part, which we ended up calling Mossberg, they didn't see the vision. No, they didn't. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, you know what I'm saying? All love to Steve Rifkin. He's a genius for what he does, that, you know, what he did at Loud Records and our SRC. But artistically speaking, he didn't see what Rock was trying to do at that moment. So we stepped away from SRC, got off of that deal, and we um, ended up signing the Fat Beats. And actually, um, the lead into that was a gentleman by the name of... Um, Jeez, Lord, my man Bill from Fat Beats, mm -hmm. who was um who was actually was managing Black Milk at that moment. He brought us to Fat Beats, and we decided to be independent. And the West was and the rest was history. Yeah, definitely history because uh, for the past ten years, y'all been making history. But that's a fact. That's a fact. We dropped Mossberg independently with Fat Beats, and that, to be honest, is what changed everything in our lives as far as dealing with the industry. I mean, again, we've had our moments of being signed to the industry, all the ups and downs, and, you know, being signed to the industry is not the worst thing in the world, but being independent allows you to take responsibility from the ground up and everything that goes on with your music, whether it's the artistic side, whether it's the marketing side, and ultimately, there's no excuses when you're independent. You, It is on you, so you basically can look at the mirror if you if something goes wrong, you kind of know who to blame at the end of the day. Okay, yeah, no, yes. With that being said, let's let's segue into that because you know that's what we we're dealing with, and that's actually what I was brought into the independent side of things. And you know, being under you and Rock, and you know, watching how you work, and and just how you were putting things together, actually helped me. It helped, it helped me in, in, in my energy towards, you know, Uncle John and Trey Cheney as well. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it, in, in that part of the game, I know you already got maybe another, maybe three, four other artists under your, your umbrella. One who's um, an R&B artist, definitely out of uh, Toronto, Canada, uh, Miss Jade Inc. Need I say more? Uh, you got Bub Rock. You got Sure Shot. And I just most recently, I know you have Riz as well. Um, with the independent game, you know, how, how it's going now, what do you suggest these young artists do? Because sometimes I see their frustration, you know, where they're online and they feel that they're not getting the uh, certain look that they're supposed to get or they're not getting a certain cosign that they're not supposed to, uh, that they think that they're supposed to get when in essence, it's all about your work and how you bring forth. Well, you hit it on the head. Um, first of all, it's work ethic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People want to make this into some sort of rocket science, and that's not what it's about. What this is about is putting in a lot of work and then gauging your audience, corralling your audience, putting your audience in tune, and giving them the best work possible. So, I mean, the way you, the way you mentioned it as far as the hard work is concerned cannot be something that is that is – looked over or glanced over. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, that is the yeah. first thing you have to do, which is be willing to outwork people. And then, like I mentioned, you have to know how to gauge your audience, how to 
corral your audience in the aspect of making them aware, getting them your music, and being accessible, mm -hmm. as we could say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being able to be, making sure that music, your music is be able to be found. Some people choose to go to Bandcamp routes. Some people choose to go to SoundCloud routes. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you know what I'm saying, want to put their music on DSPs. You have to be willing to get your music in the areas where they can best find it. Mm -hmm. And that that is probably the most important things that you can do as an artist. Right. And then, start, and then start to get into the aspect of knowing how to monetize your music digitally. That's a whole other thing altogether. Yeah, that's definitely a whole other thing altogether because I know coming into this uh, first, you know, my thing was 2013 with y'all and it was under uh, Pimpire Strikes Back and, you know, Marcy Boku with Man Bites Dog Records. And then, um, you know, after the release of, you know, Marcy Boku, you know, I remember you and I always building about, you know, what was the next move? And you were telling me that, you know, you and Rock were building on some certain things, but of course, when the time is right, you know, we will build on how things would roll out from here on out. You right. know, I was talking to Rock, you know, when I had him on the live a couple of weeks ago about, you know, you and him, you know, looking at the landscape and watching it change and how did you know when to implement your plan? So, you know, I remember that starting around 2017. So if you want to go ahead exactly and break that. Yes, if you want to go ahead and uh, break it down to the people, you know, what was your mindset in 2017 with Rock when you started rockmarcy.com on the independent tip? Well, um, I'll, I'll take it one step, you know what I'm saying, um, before that, again, as we were creating our relationship, me and you, God, yeah, um, that yeah. was via the whole man bites dog situation. Um, Rock was the VP of A and O at Man, Man Bites Dog, in which yes. we um, we ended up signing SAS. We yes. ended up yes. signing AG the Corner, put out his project. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yes. at those moments, we were starting to see how things were rapidly changing to the digital monetization aspect of it, because we were still analog a little bit. You know yes. what I mean? As far as how we were moving, and when we got into and this is probably where things really started to materialize for us. When we put out um, Empire Strikes Back, yes, we, we put it out via Bandcamp. Yeah, I remember that. And, and what happened was is that um, Questlove yep. ended up yep. giving up a, a nice sum of money for a download of the Empire Strikes Back via Bandcamp. Right. And then on top of that, he quote unquote had conversations with Jay-Z about our music, about how we was, you know, how we was creating our music, how we was, you know what I'm saying, putting music, you know what I'm saying, putting our our strategy down. Yeah. So we were kind of feeling like we need to create some sort of blueprint to how we would monetize our music. So me and him started, you know what I'm saying, putting thoughts together. Yes. And I created some somewhat a blueprint for us mm -hmm. to monetize in which we would create a sound excuse me, a subscription-based digital monetization system, I like to call it. Right. Where we're selling our music directly, you know what I'm saying, to the fans who buy our downloads. We set up everything as far as a, a subscriber fan base that allows us to get a demographic of us who, when, and where. Took that, took that information and then we decide, all right, well, now that we know who was fucking with us, so to speak, 
Yes. Let's let's now start telling those people or pushing those people to buy our downloads. And as we drop Double R One, Rose right. Balls Revenge right. Part One. Yes. We Class dropped it. We dropped it for twenty five dollars a download. Yeah, I remember. Nobody that. paid it. Nobody paid attention. But our fans paid attention. Yes, they you know did. what I'm saying? And it was it was a nice success because it allowed us to get into the black quicker right. than right. waiting on a a digital stream or any sort of digital monetization that we created or uh, that we had within those deals, you know what I'm saying, putting out our music. Because ultimately, when you talk about streams, you're talking about tenths of a dollar, hundreds of a dollar. Right. And right. when we put this plan into effect, it allowed us to get our music out to our fans quicker, satisfy them because that's who's most important the people who support us at the end of the day yes yes and and again most importantly it got us into the black right it got right. us into the black you know what I'm saying we were making money quicker you know what I'm saying we was, we was basically able to support our family and and satisfy and, and 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 feed our dreams quicker within that process instead of basing everything on again a digital stream true indeed god so it, it again it was it's it's been beautiful within that thought process of being able to pinpoint our fans, mm -hmm. alert our fans when we drop music, yes, and then yes. drop music for a price point that we decide instead of doing any of the industry norms. It, it definitely turned uh, people on, on their ear because, uh, you know, I remember when we did the rollout and I was definitely getting, you know, a lot of DMs, you know, via my Twitter page, but then also running the uh, Team Rock Marcy page. Like, yo, when is it going to Spotify? When is it going to iTunes? When is it going to Google? So mm -hmm. on and so forth. And I'm like, well, you know, uh, that'll be decision of, you know, Rock, you know, when he's ready and when he feels that it's time. And then with that being said, he released it after he feels that it's whatever's been made has been made, so to speak. And I remember the quote, uh, they can have the, uh, <laughs> the DSPs can have the crumbs. <laughs> That's so, a fact. Yeah. That's a yeah. fact. And, and bear in mind, um, I, I explain this to people all the time. This is not a war or any sort of disrespect to streaming. Right, or right. any sort of streaming services. We make good money off of, you know what I'm saying, Spotify and Apple Music and Google Music, and, and, and we do a lot of lovely things with Tidal as well. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Shout out to Elias Wilson. Yeah, but, but ultimately, what this does as far as how we set up things, it allows us to get into the black quicker. And when I say get into the black, that means it allows us to return on the investment quicker. Either you're in the red, which is you're trying to make the money, or you in the black where you've already made the money already. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it usually takes us somewhere between seven to ten days to make back our money, and then yeah. we put it up to we put it up to DSPs immediately after those ten days. Yeah. So it's not as if they're waiting that long. It's just that we are servicing those who support us the most, yeah. and that that should be what anybody should do. Ultimately, yeah. we, you know what I'm saying? These are the people that hold us down. They should have the music first. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, it was very uh, historical uh, time to be a part of that. You know, well, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, I, you know, I just, you know, remember the conversations about that and just thinking like, 
you know, wow, what is this going to turn into? And then I know just after, uh, you know, Rosebud won, you know, a lot of the independent artists started taking heed and started creating creating their own site and creating their own lanes for, you know, their fans that actually support them. Um, you know, if anything, I think that's the blueprint because- It, it is, know. it is, Lord. I don't yeah. mean to cut off your cipher, family, but I'm gonna I'm I'm be real about this. We, you know, me and you, Bill, we having some yeah. real conversations. We're yeah. gonna act like yeah. people are not even here. Yeah. You know how I feel about that, family. It's a 50-50 yeah. sort of thing. There are yeah. some artists who are taking the blueprint and they're running with it. And it's lovely that they're running to it because it's, it's, it's teaching them a way to make their own money instead of having to be subservient to the industry. That's, That's right. cool. Then there's some other people that are taking what is being shown to them and they're really bastardizing it. They're yes. giving, they're, they're selling vinyl. Like, you know, again, we sell our vinyl for a hundred a pop. You know what I'm saying? But they try to sell their downloads for different price points and they try to sell their vinyl for different price points and they're not giving the consumer their best piece of work. They're giving them unmixed work, unmastered work, you know what I'm saying, work that just sounds like they just got it, you know what I'm saying, right off of Pro Tools. And, I, and, that, and that disrespects the whole process. That disrespects the consumer. We did this not to shortchange the consumer. We did this so that we can, yes, get into the black, but in the same breath, give the consumer the best that we can manufacture, audibly, marketing-wise, marketing yes. you know what I'm saying, cover-wise, everything across the board, everything across the board. And it, it, it bothers me where you get some people, some artists that are using what we've shown to shortchange the consumer just so they can make a couple of dollars here and there. And the, the relationship between artist and consumer is synergetic. Thank you. It is synergetic. We give, you know what I'm saying, they, they receive and we get something in return from them as well. You know what I mean? It has to be 50-50. We all have to meet the consumer halfway. And again, give up, you know what I'm saying, give them the best part, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how we do it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? This is nothing but understanding. We got to give them the best part. True indeed. True indeed. True indeed. True indeed. Well, y'all heard it, man. If y'all, you know, have some artists under your wing or if you're artists under yourself, please, you know, take down these gems. Uh, this post will definitely be up later. You know, Jazz is a gentleman that I, I build with on the daily. And, you know, someone who I constantly thank uh, for, you know, the knowledge and the wisdom that I've been gaining um in this industry for the past seven years um a mentor uh definitely a brother but um at the same time somebody who doesn't hold back the knowledge you know him and i we know some of the same people and some of these same people you know some of these same people you know yes they're part of the team but at the same time won't share the information in order to help a brother get along so you know if you say you're my brother and you're willing to pay it forward or you're in the same vein of each one teach one then you do whatever you can in order to help that person establish their foundation so they'll be able to you know monetize and be able to feed their family feed their nation that they're building um i want to talk about you know some of the you know other artists that you work with besides you know the guy rock marciano uh, Indeed. I to, you know, I want to build on uh, the young, the young guy, uh, Bub Rock, you know, out of L.I. Uh, 
I want to build on Jade Inc., you know, out of Toronto, Canada, on, you know, the R&B side. You know, I, I want to build on Short Shot, uh, you know, in Red. So it, it doesn't matter what order you go in, you know, just if you want, rat-a-tat-tat off, you know, about, you know, each individual artist and, you know, your your schooling and your mentorship to them and, and how it's helping them come forth in the game. Uh, let me, well, let me, I'll start at home, of course. Um, the young, um, with these gentlemen by the name of, of Dunbar, you got Short Shot, you yeah. know what I'm saying, which is, you know, he's my ace, you know what I'm saying? You know, and ultimately, that two-man duel called Dunbar, I, I really enjoyed their music, caught their music off the battle rap world, and just started to, you know what I'm saying, just give them jewels, jewels here and there, you know what I'm saying, little information, little ways that they can, you know what I'm saying, start moving their music forward. I love what, you know what I'm saying, what Short Shot and Dunbar do as a collective, you yes. know what I'm saying? And, 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 and be clear, I don't have to manage everybody to want what's best for people. You know what I'm right. saying? I, I'm one of those dudes that don't, again, like the guard said, I don't hold back the jewelry. So if I can help you in any way, shape, and form, that's exactly what I'm going to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And along with those two gentlemen, you mentioned Bub Rock. Bub Rock is, is like my heart as well because he's, he's more from, from my side of the world. I know some of his OGs, you yeah. know what I'm saying, out in Lakeview, out in L.I., and and Bub, he's been killing things, create just creatively killing things, and he's a hell of an MC. Yes. He's a part of the collective called the Walkers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Rem, shout out to Eddie Kane, shout out to Rome Streets. You know what I'm saying? Shout yes. out to yes. all the Walkers. You know what I mean? That's 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 my guys out there. You know what I'm saying? And and the same thing with um Bub Rock that I mentioned as far as with Dunbar. I just try to give them creative jewelry whether it is on the marketing side, whether it's on the, you know what I'm saying, how to get booked, you know what I'm saying, and perform at shows, or whether it's how to move their music on DSPs. I just try to give them enough information for which they can feed themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's the most important part, to be able to feed themselves. You know what I'm saying? I put them all on shows that I've put together out, yeah. out on Highline Hall. I mean, call me in Highline, and I'm also at Sony Hall part itself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my man Riggs is another gentleman from upstate New York who, again, I, I, I see a lot of promise into, and we talk often. I put him on my shows as well. Yes. I have actually had him open for West Side Gun yes. and Rock yes. Marcy at Sony Hall. And, and, of course, he did what he does, which is always shut shit down. Riggs is just an incredible MC, an incredible talent. But one thing I am very proud about, and you mentioned her, is, yeah. is Jade Inc. Yeah. Jade Inc. Yeah. is a songstress from Canada. Yeah. Um, yeah. I found out about her through my man Chad. You know what I'm saying? Chad Law from LI as well. Chad Law also put me on the Dunbar. You know what I'm saying? We've done a lot of different things together. And um, I've been able to do some real creative things with Jade Inc. Her music has been on, on Power a couple of different seasons. Yes. Um, she won the Canadian version of, um, of The Voice. You know what I'm saying? She's just so dope. She's yes, just yes. so dope. Straight up and down. I love everything she does. I love her whole sensibility. I love her energy. She's a singer and songwriter. So the level of creativity that comes from her is amazing. And right. the same thing, again, same thing I mentioned with her. Anything that I can do to help her place her music, push her music, um, get licensing deals, 
you know what I'm saying, which is another thing that, you know, we're able to do. I'm able to get, you know what I'm saying, artists licensing deals where they get their music on shows like Power or get their music like, um, move their music like we've done with Rock and have their music playing on Cartoon Network yeah, and Adult yeah, Swim. Adult Swim, yes. You know what I'm saying? That's just ultimate ways to make money, residual, all different ways to make residual income and not be having to be worried about always having to put out music on streaming and having to wait and having that be the only way to make money because like I said, streaming takes a little time and yeah. and and sometimes that money doesn't come quick. And and ultimately we you know, people make music to live out their dreams but also to feed their family. You're right, you're right. You're definitely right about that. Um yeah, I wanna take it back to uh for people who don't know, uh jazz was also uh instrumental with the uh young young cat by the name of Hus Kingpin as well, putting out great music out here as well. Please, uh, please believe that, you know, jazz has touched, you know, um, a lot of talent out here. But uh, there's one person that has been making some serious waves as of late. Shout out to Hus and Smooth, my cousin right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Smooth is my physical. And I, I, anything that Smooth ever needs from me, he knows I'm there for him. Yeah, no doubt. Peace, peace to the fellas right there. Definitely smooth. That's a that's another good brother out there. But like, I want to uh, talk about this this other gentleman. Um, very exuberant. Um, a lot of people talking about his wordplay, um, his presence on certain projects, and one that was uh, just recently dropped, uh, "Reasonable Drought." But then his guest appearance on uh, "Fly God Is an Awesome God" Part Two, and I'm talking about uh, Mr. Stove God Cooks. The illustrious Pimpire. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, yes. At, when I talk about Cooks, a smile always jumps on my face because he is the antithesis of when hard work meets good energy yes. and things just formulate. Um, Cooks is from Syracuse. Mm -hmm. um, he was brought to to Buster Rhymes' attention and our attention from the guard Lord Jamal. Yes. Um, he was he is signed to Buster Rhymes' label, the conglomerate. Yes. But what happened was is that ultimately him and Rock kind of formulated and built a relationship. And Rock ended up putting him on Marcielago. Yes. Via a couple of songs, Puff Daddy, um, God Loves You. You know yes. what I'm saying? God loves you. And the guard showed up tremendously. His choruses, his energy, yes, just the yes. way he moves and the way he rhymes is different. It's just very, different. Very different. So we decided to sign him to a management company called the Pimpire. I know yes, when everybody yes. hears me talk about the illustrious Pimpire, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking yes. about Rock Marciano, who is the leader of the Pimpire. I'm talking yes, about yes. Soul Guard Cooks, who was our first signing to the Pimpire. Yes. And I'm talking about Nicholas Craven, who was our first production producer signing to the Pimpire. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yo, that's crazy. Congratulations, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the new thing of what we're doing now. We're now signing acts and signing people and trying to get them to the places they would like to be with their careers. And again, Stove Guard Coast is, is, is our first and he just he shut he shut he shit down in the three songs on Fly Guard is the awesome guard part two. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Jose Canseco is my joint. And again, he's just showing what the beauty of hard work. Again, back to the first piece of our conversation about what 
you can do as an independent artist to stand to stand out. Well, the first thing you can do is outwork people. Right. Stop right. thinking that something is indebted to you. Stop thinking that you know the industry owes you something. Thank you. The game doesn't owe you nothing other than what you put into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and Soul Guard has been working for for many. Oh no, he's been in the cut for a minute. He's been yeah. putting in his he putting his his foot down and and in the kitchen for for a couple of years now. Yeah. It just so happens that now is his time, and and the and the hard work is meeting all the great energy and people are now paying attention yeah. to his high level of talent. What he's showing on Marcialago. What he's shown on Reasonable Drought, which is his solo album, yes, which came yes. which came out via the conglomerate. I hope everybody has got they got they download or got their CD or vinyl of the Reasonable Drought. That album is just wonderful, it's immaculate. beautiful, yeah, immaculate. It's a beautiful it's piece of work. And again, like like we just finished talking about those three joints that Westside Gun put them on on his new album, Fly God. It's an awesome God Part Two, where again he's just showing up lovely. Word up, upstate, upstate Syracuse, stand up. Yeah, pardon the country wisdom, but yeah, that's a that's a big salute and shout out to our brother Westside Gun. You know, a lot of people, you know, better realize that that, that cipher is a whole family. So, not from a family. You know, yeah. So when you see Rock on his project, when you see you know West on Rock's project, please understand and know that it's a family situation. Every time we get together, you know, uh, perfect example was just this past December. At, you know, Sony Hall. If anything, that was a family reunion. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly so that's, what it was. Yeah. So that's exactly uh, what it was. We were all in the building from Conway to Benny, you know yeah. what I'm saying? To from Rock, you know what I'm saying, to Mayhem Loren, you know, yeah. Stove Guard Cooks, you know what I'm saying, Mom. Knowledge the Pirate, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. a family affair and, and West Side said it best when he was on stage. There's no don't try to put one against the other. Because we're all family and we're all moving this music and moving this game into the place where it's supposed to be. And as Rock always says, we're getting rid of that disco rap. We ain't here for that disco rap. We out here putting those bars down right here. You know what I'm saying? Real hip hop. We ain't no flashback. It's not like we're trying to bring back boom bap or anything of that nature. We're laying down powerful music and powerful legacy. with powerful MCs. Yes, legacy music indeed, indeed. Indeed. Yes, yes. And um I I want you know I'm not to uh go off stove guy but of course, you know, our brother uh he announced it here on chopping it up, you know, about the new album uh Mount Marcy. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Sheesh. Um what I've done. I would I would love to say some things about my Marcy, you know what I'm saying? But if all things go the way we want them to go, it's 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 gonna be a landmark project. And um through a law's grace, we keep, you know what I'm saying, getting better. Rock keeps getting better oh, yeah. with every album that he drops. Um there's gonna be some incredible features to this project. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my brother Smalls. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Out in Chicago, yes, gonna yes. make some things happen. Hopefully, yes, shout out yes. to my people at TDE. We're gonna make some things happen. Yes, and yes. I don't wanna, I don't wanna say everything before it's all went down. But 
It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. And, sh and shout out to Jake One. We just did some incredible shit over, J over a Jake One track. I'll say right. that. Of course, the usual, the usual subjects, you know what I'm saying, are on our project, the Animars production, you yes, know what I'm yes. saying, Rock Marciano production. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be crazy. Uh, yo, I, I'm not... God, I'm not bullshit. Yo, this, look, you, man. you don't have to look. You don't man. have to. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, to preview stuff before it drops. You know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate to, to know when sequencing and things of that nature is going down. So, you know, I just keep quiet. You know, when it's time to, to put out, it's time to push. You know what I'm saying? And that's the one thing I want a, a lot of people to understand that you don't necessarily need a huge machine behind you in order to get your dreams out. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, not at all. And what, I'm saying, all. and what I mean by that is, you know, if you have a team of brothers and sisters, you know, whoever and what it may be that actually believes in your vision and, and sees your art the way it needs to be seen, that team, no matter how small, how big, will, will, will definitely put it out there. Because I can already say, you know, between us, it, it's, it's less than 10, you know, with our clique, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and and the brothers out here on, you know, a decade run, and he's about to start another decade of beautiful music. So I want people to understand that, you know, it, des it definitely takes a team of people who understand, but at the same time, who wants to see each other win. You know what I'm saying? Well... And again, we'll we'll take we'll make it 360, and we'll take it back to some of the things we talked about earlier. Being independent, it's about outworking people, and then conjuring those relationships with you know what I'm saying with the masses who place music. Whether we talk about press, whether we talk about blogs, or or even creating branding deals with you know major entities like the Adult Swim or, or Cartoon Network. Yeah. To get on to get the music out there you know what i mean and those relationships are important that's where it comes down to doing good business and not being not being for the lack of a better word a shitty nigga as far as how you're handling business you know what yeah. i'm saying so so when it's time for us to drop music we don't have to pay for press and we're not running around here you know what i'm saying having to do anything that disrespects our character just right, to be on right. playlists or just to get the respect within press or just to, you know what I'm saying, get our, you know, our name mentioned That's in right. any sort of blogs or anything of that nature. Again, it's just good relationships and people respecting what we're, what we're doing and the music that we're giving them at the end of the day. You know what I mean? That all goes back to... Uh, Basically, you know, the energy you put out is the energy that you will receive. 100%. So, so, you know, with that being said, you know, the circles that, uh, you know, that we're able to be in, that we're able to be around, you know, they notice that energy and it's reflected at, at, at all times. So, wow. you know, in, in that regard, you know, um, like I, I thank The Rock, you know, and, you know, all the time when you and I build, you know, I, I thank you because... Yes, I started off with, you know, at, at Man Bites. And it was that one trip that we took 2014 to A3C. And Rock didn't even have a showcase down there. You know, we was just down there on the strength of, you know, meeting up to build politics, but at the same time put it out there that, you know, 
rock was coming because people were wondering why I was quiet. And, you know, during that time down in A3C, uh, you know, there was just, you know, over those three days, we, we, we built, but at the same time, you were teaching me things, you know, a lot of things that I wasn't privy to, you know, a lot of things that I was coming into that, you know, I now apply, you know, with the people that I work with. So, you know, in that man, I just want to, you know, thank you. I want to salute you jazz because, you know, they say builders build and you're definitely out here doing that on a daily basis. I see you, D official. Shout out to Rock Marciano, DJ D official. That's right. My brother D official. Y'all check him out. Follow him. He be having the ill mixes. You know what I'm saying? He teaches as well. He teaches DJing classes. You know, get down with D official one. He's he's a good brother. Absolutely. Good, good man right there. You know what I'm saying? And um I, I shit, I I remember when we was in Atlanta after the um 2014 ATC and we were just, you know, it was me, you. And Mark Q respect, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Shout yeah, out to yeah. God, Mark. You know what I'm saying? If that's when I believe we really got deeper as far as our relationship was concerned. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's funny because my as you sit here, peace to the God, Devon. Peace yeah, to the God, God. Devon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He absolutely was there as well. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. And but the funny thing about as you're saying what you're saying to me, and you, as far as what you know, what I'm saying what I quote unquote taught, taught you. It's weird as I come now to you these days, and because of your success and it and the plant and the seeds that you laid down, I often come to you as far as having a, um having to want to know certain things, trying to connect with certain artists, especially the things that you do in the booking and 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 creating shows aspect. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the builders build, and again, our relationship use this word again, synergetic. You know what I'm saying? We we teach each other, we add on, and we you know, we grow more powerful. Being that this is you know this is the day of power we're finding as we as we dealing with the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? We we grow more powerful from the aspect and the and the alchemy, the supreme alchemy that we deal with towards each other. We water, each, we seed each other, we water each other, and we move triumphantly. You know what I'm saying? And as much as I, as much as you thank me, I thank you as well. You know what I'm saying? Because I've learned a lot. In the in the whole aspect of putting together shows, connecting with other artists, and and dealing with booking, because that's a that's a different world, and that's a, <laughs> that's, a that's that's a real different space. And I can only thank you and and my God, Peter Oasis, for putting me on this that whole world. Yes, indeed, indeed. Shout out to Peter Oasis, definitely uh putting on some legendary and historic hip hop shows. You know, Sony Hall, Howard Theater, so on and so forth. Absolutely. Well, uh, yo, Jazz, I wanted to, uh, you know, thank you for uh, building with me and definitely giving out the gems and the jewels, you know, for the people out there who want to know how to navigate in this culture. And, um, of course, you know, I'm going to, you know, double back with you, uh, of course, so we can uh, build on this Mount Marshall portion. Oh, that's a fact. Please give my best to my niece. Tell her I love her. Tell her uh, congratulations on her graduation. You know I appreciate I mean? you. I know she's been there watching Hamilton like for the 18,000th time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shout out to my ace, Trey. I see you out there as well. Trace is my ace. You know yes. what I'm saying? If you, if you ever see me at a, at a club that's and you right. see me, you know what I'm saying? And you see me with a, with a little guy, that's my, that's my guy, Ace. And he's the one with the gun. So don't fuck Perfect. around. Yeah, he's the one that'll shoot you. Element, that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's the brother right there. That's, sure. my, that's my ace, Trey. He's the one that'll pop you. So don't get it fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No doubt. No doubt. Straight no up doubt. and down. Straight up and down. But 
with um with that being said, again, I appreciate you, my brother. Um, please, um, if you haven't got your hands on reasonable drought, get your hands on reasonable drought. If you haven't got your hands on Marcy Alago, please get your hands on Marcy Alago. Um, we'll be dropping a 10th anniversary picture disc vinyl for Mossberg. It's completely remastered. It should be out by the end of the month. The end of the, the end of the month, maybe the first week of August. When we, you know, what I'm saying, I'll definitely get that um, pre-sale link out there probably this week. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Please, please get your hands on all of the discography. You know what I'm saying? Because Rock's discography is legendary. Yes. Um, be be on the be on the watch out for Mount Marcy. You will receive that before the summer ends. Yes, before the um, summer. Be on the look on, and then after that, be on the lookout for that Rock Marciano Alchemist project. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, you know what I'm saying? We gonna, we gonna, we gonna start making that, making that knowledge born very quickly. But that's coming as well. You know what I'm saying? I should, I should tell the guard to play that joint. You know what I'm saying? We're rocking Alchemist just to get niggas focused. But we don't even need to do all that. <laughs> yeah, if anything, they are, if anything, they already probably got it in the catalog ready to go. You know what I'm saying? But there's one question I know, I noticed that a lot of people been hitting up over on the Team Rock Marcy page. They want to know when. Uh, you know, Rock wants to put Reloaded back on streaming services. Um, Reloaded will be back on streaming services, like literally momentarily. We've had to straighten out a couple of business aspects. You know what I'm saying? De dealing with, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with a sample, no big thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, actually, we could have put it back up without the without the song in question, but we rather we rather just do good business, and we'll have it back up. It'll probably be I will believe that it will be back up by the midpoint of July, end of July, you know okay. what I'm saying? Um, some of it has to do with us. Some of it has to do with Mass Appeal Records. Understood. So Mass Appeal, but Mass Appeal needs to get on their game and tighten up and get, you know what I'm saying, get, get shit going because business is handled on our side. So they just got to just upload and keep it moving. You know what I mean? Indeed, indeed. That'll be, Reloaded will be back very soon. All right, y'all. Well, y'all heard it here first, y'all, on, on chopping it up with the conduit, man. My brother Jazz, manager extraordinaire, you know what I'm saying, the Rock Marciano, Stoke God Cooks, you know, Short Shot Dunbar, you know what I'm saying, Jade Inc., King Bug Rock, Riz, you know what I'm saying, you know, tap in. Brother, tell them where to reach you at, man, how they can get in contact with you. They can reach me via Jazz, UN Gang on all social networks, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, J-A-Z-Z-U-N-G-A-N-G, Jazz U-N Gang. You know what I mean? That's right. You hit me via DM. You know what I'm saying? I'm always avail available for consultation. If you got if you got your money right, you yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. Not, I could I'm definitely not. show you, I could definitely show you how to monetize, how to get your money right in this game and not have to deal with the industry having to tell you how to make your money. We're, right, we're right. about empowering black business. That's and right. that's very important to how we move. And that's very important to how we do things. Hey, that's how we do, man. Build is build. Again, my brother, man, enjoy the rest of this Sunday, man. And, you know, I'll tap back in later on this week so we can go ahead and, uh, you know, build on future endeavors, my brother. Um, thanks again, man. I love you, man. And love to the family, man. I love you too, my brother. You already know it. You ain't never got to thank me for nothing, family. I'm with you always 100%. Thank you, man. Peace, y'all. Peace to the God. All right. All right, y'all. That was my brother, 
manager extraordinaire, Mr. Jazz, you ain't gang. Uh, yo, thank you for tuning in, man. I'm definitely gonna, uh, you know, have this up very soon. So if y'all wanted to just grab a couple jewels on how you want to move in the game, uh, I guess we said it all right there within the past 50 minutes. Um, most of the time when certain artists are looking for things of that nature, you know, they won't get the answer. They usually get pushed into a 360. You right, Dougie. They'll get pushed into a 360 instead of, you know, you know, building the wealth for themselves. So uh, with that being said, you know, thank you for joining me on Chopping It Up with the Conduit. And um, I'll see y'all next Sunday with DJ Duwa. We don't partake in any cake that's made with bacon law in any shape or form. They some bras playing gangsta law. Chains on like horse put makeup on their flaws. If your sauce is abroad, then we all on the same accord. No change of coin can put these boys on this train of thought. Uh, champagne corks on the core, yo.